Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. What's good, everybody? Today is the first day of November 2022. This is episode number 90 with Crypto Chat with Chapo coming to you on this foggy midwestern day today but it is beautiful nonetheless i'm happy to be here had some interesting developments last night in a project that i covered way back on september 14th i will get into that after we take a quick look at some of the prices and then also i want to talk about some zk sync news or projects that you can kind of fiddle around with on zk sync testnet in once again in the event of any kind of airdrop and i'm going to talk about a couple of those things that i've been doing today and just give you a, a little bit of a walkthrough so bitcoin still crabbing along it is up 0.1 percent trading at uh, 20,364 ethereum up 0.3 percent at 1571 bnb down 2.8 percent xrp up about a percent you know the real winner over the last several days we've been talking about this dogecoin up 16 percent in the last 24 hours trading at 13 cents so it continues its tear uh, cardano trading at uh, 0.4 cents down in the last 24 i said cents percent 0.4 percent down in the last 24 hours trading at 40 cents solana down a percent and a half matic down two percent trading at 88 cents uh, Avalanche trading at 18.76. So those are the big ones. I also always like to check in on Near, as you guys know. So Near is trading at 3.07, which is 5% up for the last seven days, as the markets really sort of bounced. Will that continue? As always, don't really know, but I guess we're going to find out. So let's talk a little bit about this project I covered way back on September 14th. It was an NFT project that I came across with some really unique attributes to it. And I would encourage you to go back and check that episode out. Uh, the episode was on a project called Art Gobblers. I don't know if any of you guys listen to that, but you should give it a listen because it is a very interesting project. Well, it's minted yesterday. And it was really interesting the way everyone reacted to the mint. And I will explain why it was such an interesting mint. Now, even though I had fooled around with the protocol and uh, experimented with it, did a little artwork on it, and I think I even talked about the picture that I drew um, in the Art Gobblers app. Even though I did all those things, I was not whitelisted for the mint. And this is where 
the broader NFT space really came out hard against art gobblers. So I did. I just went back and checked my episode. It was episode 42 that I did on art gobblers on September 14th. So the reason why people were upset is it seems like it was mostly influencers or dare I say, and this is just what people were talking about on Twitter, not necessarily my experience or my knowledge. People, influencers or friends of the project were able to whitelist and mint. Well, the reason why it's such a big deal is because when you go to the Art Gobbler's uh, OpenSea page, uh, these things are selling for uh, the lowest one is 13 and a half ETH. Yeah, you heard that right. And the project just minted 13 and a half, 13 and a half ETH. So let's do a quick calculation on that. And you're looking at approximately $21,000 for the lowest, the lowest one. And they, they aren't revealed yet, but yeah, that's pretty surprising. Uh, I think the, let's see what the most expensive one is right now. And of course, the most expensive one isn't certainly going to get sold at that price right now. <laughs> it, it's once again, silliness in the crypto space, but the art gobbler, the, the, the ones that are to the sale for the most would be 420.69 ETH, which is this running meme or joke in the crypto world it's it's juvenile i admit but a lot of people do it 420 uh, signifying you know smoking weed and the 69 well of course you know what that is so i don't know i i'm a little torn i think for a person who came across it so long ago that being me and played around with the protocol and you know did the artwork and connected to the site not to get a mint i mean it is what it is but i can see why people would be upset about that but typically what they're upset about and this is i mean i'm not upset but typically what they're irritated about is the fact that you know it was an easy 20 to thirty thousand dollars because some of them were selling for 15 ETH yesterday so that's what people are irritated about you know when you find an early project you'd like to be able to get in on that mint be, and you're doing that because you see some value in it. So I think overall, the NFT space was a little or maybe a lot irritated with this project. We'll see how it pans out. I certainly wish I would have been whitelisted for it, and I definitely would have sold it <laughs> uh, pre-reveal. Because typically, before the reveal, the price goes up, and then after the reveal, it sort of goes down. So I just wanted to cover that. You know, just knowing that just because you're early on a project like I was almost two months ago on this doesn't mean that you're going to get the right to mint it. And I did check yesterday. I checked all my wallets because I thought maybe I might have connected with different wallets, you know, because I wasn't sure about the project. But none of my wallets were uh, whitelisted in order to mint that. And I'm going to go back and look at when did I actually do the drawing? I don't know if I did the drawing or the artwork on that 
prior to the 14th or not. And then, anyway, let's, I'm trying to find my drawing. Oh, here it is. Okay, let's see. On the, my properties, I'm just looking at my computer. Yeah, I did do it at 8 o'clock in the morning on the 14th, so just right before uh, the episode. So today, enough about Art Gobblers. Today I did want to talk about uh, ZK Sync. Uh, they are getting close to their official mainnet launch. I've talked a little bit about maybe getting an airdrop on this protocol. The, the process potentially started way back last year, maybe around this time, maybe about summer of 2021, where you had to bridge some actual ETH over to ZK Network, fiddle around with the protocol. What I did was I minted a couple NFTs, I actually minted my uh, vaccination card because I thought, hey, why not? And then a couple other silly things, did some swaps, sent some money to the ZigZag Exchange, did a swap there. So I played around with the protocol and with a couple different wallets in the event that, that that would be enough for the airdrop. So within the last couple weeks, uh, ZK Sync came out with their ZK Sync uh, 2.0 on the I'm not sure if I'm saying this right. The Gorley network on it's a te test network. It's G O G O E R L I. I'm not positive I'm saying that right. So they said that that test network was live. So once that happened, I went ahead and found a testnet faucet for that Gorley network. Once you're able to find a, a faucet, and some of the faucets are are hard to come by. I did a faucet for uh, a proof of work faucet so you'd connect your wallet and basically you'd have to wait you know several hours as that testnet ETH was mined. Then once that is mined and it's in your wallet you'd want to go to uh, portal.zksync.io. Once you get to that website and then you connect your wallet on the on the Gorley network then you're able to bridge funds from the regular testnet, which is the Ethereum Gorley. Once again, I apologize if I'm messing that up. You can you can deposit that ETH into the ZK Sync testnet too. It's super easy to do. There is a faucet on that page that you can request, but you'll have to connect a Twitter account to to get some of that some of those funds so once those funds and it takes a few minutes for the funds to end up in your wallet then you're going to switch back over in your metamask to the proper zk sync network it is the zk sync alpha test network that's the one i've been using and once you do that then you can go then you can go find some testnet applications that actually work the one that I started with that isn't working the best is Mute, that's M-U-T-E. It's a DEX. For some reason, my transactions seem to get hung up in that interface. So once I tried to mint some USD or some DAI or BTC, for some reason it keeps getting hung up and, it, and the transactions won't go through. So I stopped trying that one. I, I connected to a few different other sites just to kind of mess around. ZK Eagles was a NFT you could met and and keep in mind it's on the test net so it's not valuable. So it just gives you a chance to maximize the potential for an airdrop if there is one. 
So I minted a couple of those ZK Eagles, easy to do. They don't show you what the NFT is. It's just a mint site and it cost 0.005 ETH to do. So it wasn't, wasn't a big deal. And then uh, also I went to Phase Cash was another app. That one wasn't working. But the one that I did play around with, which was pretty fun, I actually enjoyed messing around with it. It's ZK Casino. It's ZK Casino, it's uh, Z and then Casino with a K at .io. And once you go to that website, what you'd wanna do is, let me go ahead and close this window. You Once you're connected to this site, you can get free gas in order to do some transactions by simply request and tweet. So you have to have your Twitter connected to it. Then you can mint your ZKUSD to play only, only on the casino. So once you do that, it takes a few seconds, and they'll give you 10,000 ZKUSD to use, which is nice. Then you explore the games. There's dice, plinko, video poker, slots, mines, paper, rock, scissors, and coin flip. So I played the coin flip a few times. I did the mines. I've done the slots. I did the plinko. did the dice. I didn't do the video poker one for, because for some reason it looked like it cost a lot more ETH just to play. I'm not sure why it did that. Um, but so I didn't play it, but I've played all the other ones and, you know, just put in a few free dollars. And in order to play, you have to pay some ETH to do it, but it's the testnet ETH, so it's not a big deal. For example, I just played a rock, paper, scissors game and earned a whole whopping uh, 98 cents. But once again, it's just testnet tokens. So that was one that I really enjoyed playing. I'll, I'm going to put all these links in the description so that you can go ahead and try them out if you'd like. Uh, there's what other one? I Space Fi. That one wasn't online. I'm going to go ahead and do Premix, uh, Premix Finance, which was one that I have heard before, and it is testnet. And it, I'm going to go ahead and connect my wall. I'm doing this for the first time as we're going through this. I am connecting and nothing really happens trade margin to tokens faucet all right minute here let's see yeah it doesn't seem like oh that's the same it doesn't really seem like that site is working either that I can see land trade yeah nothing's working on on that site but I was able to go to this one's hung up as well. This is interesting. So I went to phase, appphase.cash. I was able to deposit some money. You can also mint some USDC. It's called TUSDC to mess around on this protocol. And basically it's a, a lend and borrow protocol. Very basic site. But I was able to mint and then deposit. But then I, when I went to borrow, let's see if it's still pending in my wallet. No, it is not still pending. Let me, I'm going to try to borrow again. Maybe I'm going to deposit a little bit more. Let's try that. I'm going to go ahead and deposit another, I don't know, let's try $1,000. And the reason why I can 
do that is because when you mint, they give you 200,000 TUSD to mess around with. Once again, once I, once I did deposit and borrow, it just keeps estimating cash and it doesn't gas. I'm sorry. It doesn't seem to be working. But once again, this is an opportunity for you to, oh, wow, I just went into account and that is really weird. It says page not found. That's really interesting. Oh, I do have money though. I have a debt of, a, well, so anyway, sorry, I got distracted on that. So it is an opportunity for you to get in and, and test these apps. I'll go ahead and put a link in the description from Matter Labs of the, the actual protocols that claim to be online. So the ones that I see, one RPC, which is a RPC, Flare smart contract platform, messed around with that, couldn't get any transactions to go through. The MES protocol I deposited but wasn't able to trade. Mint Square, minted, mute, hung up. Orbiter Finance, um, that's on Rink B. I didn't interact with that one. Premax is not working. ZK Casino is working. And some of the other ones, I mean, most of them aren't working, but it's an opportunity to get in there and explore. I would definitely, if I were you, I would definitely begin interacting with that protocol just to be safe that you could get an airdrop. Even though I did it way back a year ago, I'm going to continue to do it on this new testnet in case they are requiring those. Plus, they haven't even said they're actually going to do an airdrop. But if they do, I think I'm in a good position. So once again, this, once again, this has been episode number 90 with Crypto Chat with Chapo. Hope you guys have an amazing day. I hope you spent some time uh, away from electronics, being in the present moment, and just truly enjoying the things that you see and can explore around you. Have a great day. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.